What's up, everybody? It's your boy, D-Roy. This is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast, the final version of the Week 4 article go-through. You can get a hold of me on Twitter at RoyDog underscore 13. That is R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 1-3. So we're doing our final run-through. I've gone through all four sites. Um... Anybody that has looked at their article already has noticed that there was no core four because I wanted to actually get through the sites and figure out where exactly where I was going to go to put the core four together. And I will give you the core four, but you're going to have to listen as I go through the write-up. So let's not uh, let's not mess around here. Let's just get going. Quarterbacks. Uh, safest guy on the board is probably Philip Rivers, although <clears throat> I will say that he has limited upside, even in a matchup against the Miami Dolphins with all the injuries to the wide receiving core, no tight end really, that's going to be a pass catcher. Um, so he's really going to be relying on Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler. Now, there, it is possible that if you want to use a cheap option that you can go with Dontrell Inman, who was not included in the write-up. Uh, it's kind of a relief option. Just be careful not to use too many punt options uh, in your cash and GPPs. Um, unless, of course, you're going to pay up for just about every other position other than, say, wide receiver, but you're really going to be limited to the upside of that GPP lineup. Next guy on my list is Russell Wilson. Next guy who's probably the safest this week, uh, up tempo, at least from the other side. And there are concerns that Seattle Seahawks will try and slow this game down using Carson, uh, Chris Carson. But I still ha- believe that Russell Wilson has such a high floor that he's going to be completely safe for cash. So he's going to be run out in most of the lineups. Um, and I'm not too worried about it. Uh, and then we have Daniel Jones of the New York Giants. He's your pay down option on all the sites. Any place where it's really not that big of a savings, um, I'm not going to, I'm probably just going to use Wilson instead of Jones. Um, 
but I do have to admit that he's in a good spot because he's facing the same Washington Redskins defense that uh, we saw the Bears go against. And we saw that Mitchell Trubisky finally came out of his shell and could actually do something. So I don't hate Jones. Um, I actually did not use him in any of the cash game lineups, but I think I'm going to probably have him in at least one GPP lineup. Uh, moving on to GPP, uh, my top guy actually this week is going to be Deshaun Watson uh, in contest with Carolina. I like Watson's rushing ability against Carolina, and his offensive line has been playing pretty well ever since they made the acquisition to get their new left tackle. So with Carolina pushing the pace of play, Watson and his wide receiving core are going to be uh, very much up to the task, and we should see a good game there. Uh, next guy on my list would be Matt Ryan against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, they're going to be nothing but pass. It goes back to what I was saying before. You don't run on Tennessee Titans. You throw on them. And with the offenses that they've been facing, and haven't been all that great, um, this is, in fact, the best offense that they're probably going to face as far as from passing game aspect. Um, so this should be a heck of a game as well. Uh, I'd like to at least get one lineup with Matt Ryan and stacking that game up with uh, alongside one with Watson, probably one with Jones, and I'll probably run one with Russell Wilson. Um, somewhere in here, I do have to get one lineup that's going to have uh, Jared Goff in it. Um, we haven't seen him do much of anything, so the, my thought process on this is you don't run on Tampa, which is good considering the fact that you know Ty Gurley is nothing this season. So that should put the ball in Jared Goff's hands. We should actually be able to see uh, what this Rams passing offense can actually do and get everything together. We saw a little bit of hints of it last week against Cleveland, but I think this is where you can see a complete ball out. Um, I did only list Cooper Cup in the write-up, but I do not hate uh, Brandon Cooks or Robert Woods. Woods would be the sneakiest guy out of all of them considering the fact that he has done nothing this season. And we do know that Woods is capable of matching a guy like Cup and even at times uh, Brandon Cooks is upside. So I don't hate I don't hate the other two guys. I'd still stay away from uh, the tight end position and, I'm pro and I wouldn't touch any of the running backs. Uh, I did include Matthew Stafford. He is questionable. I doubt I'm going to run this play against the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm probably just going to go elsewhere. Um, but he is some guy that he is a guy that you could consider. Now he's coming in apparently with a hip injury, which could limit him, and that's why I've gone a little bit heavier with carry, my carry on Johnson love uh, <clears throat> this week. The Detroit Lions certainly could take a page out of the Baltimore Ravens playbook and run carry on a lot more this week. And I'm not really worried about Ty Johnson behind him or any of the other uh, would-be running backs that they employ. Sunday Night Football options. I do have one lineup uh, in my cash games, and it's on Fantasy Draft that includes Dak Prescott because he's too cheap. 
over there compared to where he is on the other sites. So he's, he was a bit easier to fit in um, and utilize the money uh, that is available. Um, I did say that I liked him more of a GPP option uh, for the other sites, um, or at least on Yahoo, because he's he's the number one uh, price quarterback. So that makes him a GPP there. If you want to use him in cash on Fantasy Draft, I have no problems with it whatsoever. Uh, that's kind of changed just a little bit. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is in play for GPP. Um, I, did, I did say that I included him because I, I liked uh, Thomas Kamara and Cooks, uh, which means that he would be a viable, although dangerous, uh, play for GPP. Running backs, cash game options. Christian McCaffrey is always going to be at the top of the board, but I, he's not a guy that I'm willing to uh, pay for in cash. Um just because I think there's better options at cheaper at cheaper prices, uh, so that's the way that I'm going to construct my lineups. Um, it could tend to be a little bit dangerous, considering the fact that he's coming off another big game, and he's going against Houston, who does give points up to the running back in the passing game. But um, and especially with the pace of play, if that game's going to shoot out, it's definitely going to be um, because Christian McCaffrey was involved. So if you are making Deshaun Watson uh, lineup, you're going to try and stack the Houston side. I would seriously consider putting Christian McCaffrey in there, as he does have upside even in match, even in the matchups where he's not uh, usually viable. Austin Eckler is the guy that I'm paying up the most for. Uh, I'm not going to worry about Melvin Gordon at all. He may snipe a TD. Uh, at the goal line. But other than that, as far as yardage on both the ground and through the air, uh, he is definitely far and beyond the best option in that game, in my opinion. So I have Eckler everywhere. Uh, Mark Ingram, I do have uh, shares of. Mark Ingram will be involved not only in the in the run game, where he should get, you know, at least his 15 carries. It's a stable, it's a stable workload. Uh, and he will be involved in the passing game, at least getting a couple of uh, pass receptions here and there. Uh, Mark, Marlon Mack is also a guy that I cannot quit now that we know that T.Y. T. Hilton is doubtful to play. Um, so that kind of pulls me off Brissett and puts me on Marlon Mack. And he is in a good matchup against the Oakland Raiders, and he should succeed and, and max out his value, if not go above it. Uh, Derrick Henry, I have mostly on, I believe, the two half-point PPRs. Um, I'd have to take a look at that, but I do have my shares of Henry in cash. I do like the game. He should have a good, a good, good game against Atlanta. Um, probably not as big as what Dalvin Cook did in week one, but... Um, I could see something similar, maybe a touchdown less. So I think he's in line, He's definitely in line for 100 yards in the TD, and if he gets that, then he's succeeding his value. Uh, I'd like to get the second TD, hopefully, but that would just be kind of uh, butter on the bread. So uh, carry on Johnson. I have. A, I have I'm not going to quit him, and he's in a good matchup. The Lions need to get back to basics. And if they are truly worried about that hip, that means that they're going to run the ball more. 
and keep the pressure off of him. So I can think you could see, you know, a 20, a 20 plus carry game from carry on. It is a good matchup. Uh, that was shown by the Baltimore Ravens last week um, that Kansas city is willing to give up those yards, just not to give up the big play. Um, I think you will see his yards for carry rise in this game as well. Uh, Josh Jacobs, I don't have a lot of, um, because I had a lot of money left over. Um, but he is a guy that if you want to pay up at the other positions, like say in wide receiver and tight end, uh, he's definitely a guy to consider. And he's got a good matchup against the Colts. It's just whether or not um, the Raiders are going to fall behind too early, which with the T.Y. Hilton injury keeps him in play because I don't think that the Colts can necessarily uh, utilize their other options to get ahead. Uh because they don't have nearly as much upside. So it's going to be a more of, it's not that they're not going to score. It's just the fact that they're not going to be able to score as quickly because they don't have that high upside guy on their offense outside of uh, Marlon Mack. Uh, GPP, I still like Dalvin Cook against the Bears. Now I do have a couple shares of the Bears as far as for cash game uh, defense. So um, I don't hate the Bears. But if Minnesota's going to win, they're going to rely on Delvin Cook. It's not going to be on, on the arm of uh, Kirk Cousins. And if they do have to, if they do feel like they have to rely on Kirk Cousins, then that's just going to leave a lot of turnover opportunity for Chicago. And that was kind of my feeling on that, you know, kind of giving you a precursor to the defenses. Uh, Chris Carson's GPP, if you want to get off, um, if you want to get off the Russell Wilson and the passing offense, you could definitely put Chris Carson in there because it's a little dangerous because Penny is questionable, but I don't think he's going to play. I think they're going to send him for another week, which makes CG Procise the guy that's going to back him up. And they have been uh, giving carries to Procise, and uh, Wilson has been throwing to him as well. Uh, Leonard Fournette is available. I'm still not going to trust him in cash. I don't think he ever can, but I'm not going to forget about him in GPP. He's a cheaper option on a lot of other sites. He's almost, you know, he's in between the 15 to 20 uh, RB rank levels on all four sites. It is a very, very good spot, as you can see by uh, Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams last week against Denver. Uh, so the fact that the fact that Fournette is getting all the touches in that backfield keeps him viable and does give him a little bit of upside, even though he hasn't really shown any of the upside. Um, you're going to get him at a cheaper, you're going to get him at a real low ownership and a really good matchup. So don't forget about him in certain lineups, especially if you need savings. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, uh, Detroit is bad against running backs in the passing game. Not so much on the ground. But once you get, once they get, once Kansas City gets up, uh, they're going to run a little bit more. He's going to get the touches. He's the lead back in Kansas City. It's just he, I can't trust him in cash for the very option that he's going to be kind of um, reliant on getting those pass receptions, and that's not really what I want to do for a cash game lineup. But in GPP, sure. Uh, same goes for Chris Thompson. He's your cheapest guy on the board across. You know, across the board, um, with the game flow, expecting Washington to get behind New York in, in what 
is potentially going to be a shootout. Uh, Chris Dawson is really about the only guy that I'm really going to trust this week. Um, I understand that McLaurin is only questionable, and he uh, is expected to play tomorrow. But, I mean, you're really going to have to make a decision uh, with the wide receivers, whether or not you're going to go McLaurin or you're going to go Paul Richardson. Both are going to be highly owned, and one way or another, you're going to fail. Um, so instead of dealing with that, I will bank on Chris Thompson, who will definitely be involved, um, because once they fall behind, then Peterson just falls by the wayside. Uh, Sunday Night Football options, uh, Zeke Elliott, Elvin Kamara, you know, they're two of the top four running backs in all of football. So they're always going to be an option for at least GPP, uh, but I'm not going to pay up for them in cash. It's just a bit too much uh, for Yahoo and Fantasy Draft. Wide receivers and cash. Uh, you can either use Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. I like both of them against Tennessee Titans secondary. I'm still not scared of that secondary and attacking them. Uh, Julio Jones is on a hot and it's on a TD hot streak that dates back to last year. Um, if you don't want to pay for him, then definitely take a look at Calvin Ridley, where you get a lot of savings, and he's in a, just as good of a spot as Julio Jones. Um, Keenan Allen would be the next guy. Uh, he's the only guy, uh, you know, that's left from from the base offense of the uh, wide receiver core for the San Diego Chargers, San Diego Los Angeles Chargers. So he's definitely in play. I did not use him. Um, decided to go with Eckler just because Eckler's going to get more touches than, say, Keenan Allen. Um, Philip Rivers is still going to throw the ball around. Eckler's going to be extremely involved because there's no Justin Jackson there. So that's kind of why I, I my tilt went towards the running back over a wide receiver. It's kind of like the rule of flexology. If you have a, if you have a better running back option, or if you have a, a running back option and a wide receiver option that are similar, you always go with the running back who's going to have uh, more care, you know, more touches in the long term, uh, more definitive touches. Next guy would be Demarcus Robinson. Um, he's cheap, viable for cash if Darius Slay definitely is out this week. Uh, he's still questionable as of right now. Um, but I may make end up making changes if Slay ends up being out um, tomorrow morning. So just keep it just keep an eye out if he if Slay's out. Uh, I I may start dealing shares over to Robinson. Uh, Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones. He's a little bit riskier just because of the um, Matthew Stafford injury. So if you don't want to use them. It's fully uh, understandable. Um, still going to include them anyways because they are both in really good spots. Um, but definitely, if you're running, if you're running a Stafford lineup, you're definitely including one of these, and you don't care about uh, the risk because you know you're trying to get uh, a low-owned stack in uh, your GPP. Uh, Sterling Shepard, outside of Evan Ingram, he's the other guy that Daniel Jones will lock on to. Uh, so he is very viable, very cheap. Uh, next guy would be uh, Cooper Cup. Uh, he is good to go on any uh, full full point PPR site, and I have included him actually in 
uh, FanDuel too, uh, because it because he is the 16th. He's only the 16th highest uh, price wide receiver, and he's seeing red zone targets. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the touchdown upside, and that's it right there. Uh, Tyler Lockett would pretty much be the guy that's just about a lock, especially on FanDuel where he's the cheapest. Um, and I believe that he is scoring again. So if you do use a Russell Wilson, don't be afraid to use Tyler Lockett with him. Got Larry Fitzgerald and Christian Kirk as being the next two guys up. I have a slight lean to Christian Kirk just because he's getting more of the consistent targets. Consistent targets means more opportunities. Um, so I will take I will take the young man over the old man this week. Uh, and last but certainly not least, I have Preston Williams uh, as my guy on the Miami side. I do not believe that the Chargers totally keep the Dolphins out of the end zone this week. And Preston Williams uh, not only gets a huge target share week in a week out so far this season, but he is also uh, a key target in the red zone and especially right in the end zone. So um, I'm just kind of going to lay it right out. I have him on all four sites uh, because he is way too cheap on all the sites for what his target volume is in even a bad offense. So uh, you have DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller were in the start of our GPP. These are definitely the two guys that I want to include in my um, uh, Deshaun Watson stacks, uh, specifically Will Fuller, uh, who I believe is going to get a touchdown and quite possibly two. That's why I'm a little bit focused on them. Um, I have Mike Evans listed here, and this isn't trying to chase the, the three touchdowns last week. It's the fact that uh, Evans isn't going to line up on uh, a keep to leave. Evans is going to line up on the Marcus Peters side. And to leave doesn't come over to that side. So if it holds true, if they, and, and I've never seen to leave come over to the other side, then that leaves Evans wide open on a very, very terrible cornerback, in my opinion, and guy that could get beat. And this could be your Amari Cooper against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs two years ago. Next guy, Sammy Watkins. I do like him just about as equally as uh, Demarcus Robinson, but I just felt that GPP is a better spot for him as Demarcus Robinson will probably grab more ownership share in cash, so but Sammy is definitely in play for GPP. Uh, DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. I like both of them uh, for Kyle Allen, uh, but I do kind of like Curtis Samuel a little bit more just because the targets have been a little bit more consistent in the transition from Cam Newton uh, to Kyle Allen. But just remember that DJ still has upside as well. Uh, Last but certainly not least for the regular DK Metcalf, um, you will see you will see some Metcalf and Cash, um, and I don't have and like I said I do not hate it if you need the value, uh, but I trust Lockett more. He's getting a better target share, uh, especially over the last two games. Um, 
the game before that, they didn't even really need to uh, necessarily throw the ball. Um, but they decided that they were going to throw the ball against the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers because it was a, a lot easier road to go than just knocking their skulls up against the uh, eight-man wall. Uh, Sunday Night Football options, you have Amari Cooper and Randall Cobb. I do have a share of Amari Cooper in cash on Yahoo because he's he's dirt cheap compared to the other sites. He is number 10 overall. Uh, all the other ones, he is 5th, 5th, and 2nd in price. I uh, did not use Randall Cobb, but he's definitely in play if you wanted to do a real late, late stack uh, with the... Uh, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, the only thing is you'll probably get a tight end vulture out of that um, when it shouldn't be. Uh, Michael Thomas is viable. Um, I don't believe anybody's going to be on him, uh, especially with his price. Um, but uh, he's a very, very dangerous matchup for this Cowboys secondary. This is going to be about the best wide receiver that they face. So uh, but it's still going to be GPP only on Yahoo and DK. Uh, definitely, if you are going to run a Cowboys stack, you're going to want to probably run uh, Michael Thomas or Alvin Kamara. My choice would probably be Michael Thomas from the other side. A um, little bit easier road. Tight ends, cash, Travis Kelsey, always viable. But I'm going to take a little bit of savings and drop down to Evan Ingram. Uh, who should explode against this Washington secondary. So I'm trying to get Ingram on all of them. I fit him into uh, three of the four lineups. Um, so it's not that I don't want him on the fourth lineup. It's just I needed the extreme savings with the next guy, Darren Waller, uh, who I did use uh, in one of the lineups because he is getting consistently targeted by um, the Raiders in the passing game. They should fall behind in this game, which will help secure targets for Darren Waller. And at some point, Darren Waller has to get a touchdown. And it could be it could be definitely this week against the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Can't believe I brain farted there. Uh, GPB option. Uh, Austin Hooper is definitely in play. For Atlanta against Tennessee, uh, he has a decent matchup in that contest, so I don't hate him. Uh, so definitely don't forget about him if you're gonna, especially if you're gonna run like multiple Matt Ryan uh, stacks. Then uh, I would include him in at least one. Uh, Delaney Walker, same game, uh, would easily be if you wanted to do an Atlanta Tennessee game stack. Uh, you could easily do Henry and Walker on the one side, and you wouldn't even have to worry about necessarily if you wanted to run Austin Hooper because you could use one of the two tight ends in the flex, which nobody will want to do. Uh, TJ Hawkinson made it, but I kind of said, you know, it's exactly what I said, great spot, but how many times does he have to fuck us before we say no more? And on Yahoo, he is expensive. Do not, I would definitely not use him there uh he's more he's better priced on dk and fantasy draft if you wanted to take a shot uh sunday night football option another guy jerry cook yeah we'll see 
we'll see what happens, but he's got a good matchup on paper. Um, he's probably got the best matchup outside of Amari Cooper for the Cowboys, so uh, definitely don't hate it. Uh, defenses. I have one change in here. We'll get to it. Um, top option. Top option as far as you know pricing is LA Chargers against Miami. If you have the money, you don't want to think about it. That's fine. You can go against Miami. Uh, I do have reservations. I don't think they're going to keep them down, and I could see double-digit scoring out of Miami in this game. Uh, New England Patriots against Buffalo Bills. Uh, would be actually about the first place that I would look for cash and work down from there. Uh, this game is going to be a grind, a grind them out game, and there's going to be plenty of turnover opportunity. Uh, third guy, third team is Chicago Bears. I said it. I hate Chicago Bears, um, but really, in my opinion, all they're going to have to do is shut down Dalvin Cook to win this game. So if they can keep Dalvin Cook out of the end zone, uh, maybe force you know a fumble from him, or force the game at least to get into Kirk Cousins' hands. I'm not scared of Kirk Cousins against that defense. So I'll pay down where I need to, and I have, um, to get that opportunity for the turnovers. Uh, LA Rams are in play. Uh, Winston can be a turnover machine when forced to pass heavily. So uh, as long as they can keep Mike Evans down, then I am not worried about this offense whatsoever. The one change that I would say is I did include Minnesota in the GPP. I do have Minnesota in one cash game just because of the price. I needed the price savings. And I had said it too. The, you know, you look at you look at what happened last. Everybody will look at what happened last week with Trubisky and probably just go ahead and just fade Minnesota thinking that Trubisky is going to pull that shit off again, and he's not. So he, there's definitely room for upside, um, and they have just as much uh, of a chance of scoring a TD this week as Chicago Bears do uh, off any type of turnover. And Trubisky is, is a guy that, uh, you know, for sack opportunities if he holds that ball too long. Uh, GPP, uh, Baltimore Ravens, uh, I still... I kind of like them for cash if you need it, but I still think that they're more of a GPP option um, just because you do have the Mayfield upside. You have, you know, Old El Beckham and, and Jarvis Landry. So I'll, I'm still kind of leaving them in GPP. I do not believe. I need to check those one, but I don't think. I almost used them somewhere. I did use them. I used them on DK, uh, just because of, just because of the price savings. But I'm running. I'm running like four different defenses. I have Minnesota, Chicago, Baltimore, and the Rams. Um, I'm not really high, you know, extremely high on any of them. So, as far as you know, that I think they're any of them are going to fail. So. I'll take. I'll use any of them. If you want to use Ravens in, in cash, it's fine by me. If you need the price savings, um, you know, on the certain sites, uh, Buffalo Bills though are definitely a GPP. Um, I do think that they keep uh, Tom Brady down. 
that offense will score points, but um, there's definitely opportunity. They are at home. So um, I think if anybody's stupid enough to actually run a New England Patriots stack out there, it's one way to kind of get ahead of the curve. I don't think anybody's going to really, you know, use New England heavily, uh, but I don't think anybody's going to use Buffalo defense that I fully respect. Um, as far as your core four, you're actually getting a core three. And then I have the three players that I have on three of the four lineups, you know, varied across the four sites. Uh, the guys that are, are included on all four sites are Austin Eckler, Marlon Mack, and Preston Williams. And then the guys that I have across three of the four will start at quarterback, which will be Russell Wilson. I'm going to take, I'm going to pay up, I'm still going to pay up just that little bit off of Daniel Jones and get the safer option. I'm not going to trust it, you know, on the back of a rookie. Uh, Cooper Cup is included on three of the four. I said that he's, you know, he's pretty much the number one target. And I said this back in the seasonal guy. He's the number one guy for Jared Goff. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about this. Um, I understand that he's more of a PPR guy, but I have included him on uh, in my cash lineup on FanDuel because he is only seven, and I believe that he can get uh, 24 anywhere from 24 to 28 points season. So he offers that bit of upside. Uh, he is targeted in the red zone uh, more than a lot of the other, but more than Woods and more than Brandon Cooks. So uh, Cooks is going to be your long guy. He's right now, he's kind of your long guy scored from way far out. He's not really looking at him too much in the end zone. Uh, and then last but certainly not least, and I, like I said, I tried to fit Evan Ingram in all four, uh, but he did only make three of four, so I can't really include him as a core four guy if I don't have him everywhere. So that'll be your tight end option. That is the guy that I'm definitely trying to get. Um, if you don't want to use Cooper Cup, I would definitely make sure that you're getting Ingram in there um, and find some and find some kind of value somewhere. Um, most of my running backs are coming out of the core of uh, Eckler, Mack, Ingram, Henry, and Carrion uh, for full disclosure on there. And let's see here. Well, I should give you some of my wide receivers that I'm using. Uh, definitely Cooper Cup and Preston Williams. Uh, I am running four running backs across on Fantasy Draft again. Seems to be a great option. Um, inconsistent. Uh, DK, let's see. I got Christian Kirk, Cooper Cup, and Preston Williams. Uh, Yahoo, Preston Williams. Uh, Sterling Shepard and Amari Cooper on Yahoo. I wanted to get a piece of Cooper in the late game. Um, so that's why I paid down for... I paid down for Darren Waller at tight end. Um, and I like... And I, but I still got my exposure to the New York game by putting in Sterling Shepard. Um, reason being is Evan Ingram is god-awful expensive. Uh, he's right off. It's, it it kind of goes Kelsey Ingram and then completely drops down from under there. So I took the incredible savings and got Waller instead there and then 
like I said, I moved to Sterling Shepherd, but otherwise uh, I got most of my regular plays. And then on FanDuel, I'm going Preston Williams, uh, Tyler Lockett, and Cooper Cup. Uh, Evan Ingram is included over there. That's where my Derrick Henry share is. So that's it. Um, I'll be sure to include the, you know, my core three, <laughs> core three, three quarter in uh, in the chat, and uh, hopefully everybody listens to the podcast and just kind of goes from there. Um, if not, then uh, just you know, I could say DM me from here, but. Um, yeah, you're going to have to figure it out if you don't listen to the podcast, so fuck it. Have a good one, guys. Good luck. I'll see everybody in the chat on Sunday morning.